What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Tuesday, September 22nd. Here's what you missed while you were refreshing that page over and over and trying to get your Xbox pre-order in. All right, we start today with an update on the top story, the replacement for Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yesterday, we heard from DT himself telling his best buddies on Fox and Friends that he would make a pick by this Saturday. Why Saturday? Well, RBG is lying in repose at the Supreme Court until Thursday, and then on Friday, she'll actually be the first woman ever to lie in state in the U.S. Capitol. After that, well, it's a free-for-all on her seat, and Donald doesn't want to impose on her and her family. He can't you know, he's he's not a monster. Anyways, he's making his announcement on Saturday. And Mitch McConnell has told us, well, doesn't matter who he announces because Mitch already has the votes. Yep, they're already whipped up and ready to drop the approval. Mitt Romney tried to make it about himself today and held a press briefing just to tell us that he too will not care what was said before he was a senator. As long as this new judge is a conservative that loves the babies, he's going to vote for it. Senator Grassley, well, he hasn't made a statement because that would just look stupid after having just told us two months ago that he would never consider a vote in 2020. But he's most likely going to flip and vote as well. I mean, he is in the GOP. Senators Murkowski and Collins, they're both up for re-election and both one of the few women in that chamber. So they've stood their ground and have said no vote. But honestly, that doesn't really matter. See, Mitch already whipped up enough votes that in case there's a tie, the vice president, Mr. Pence, as leader of the Senate, makes the tie-breaking vote. No timetable for when they'll start the hearing process, but I don't know, I'm guessing Monday? Mind you, they've still been kicking the can on a new Rona relief bill, but they're able to push through a Supreme Court nominee to the bench in less than 45 days. Wonderful. And and on that note, they may not be able to get the actual vote in before the election. Just finish the hearing process. Imagine that. What a spite to America that would be. If the Senate is flipped, and trust me, that's a big if, but if the Senate is flipped blue and Biden also wins the general election. None of these senators are going to lose their job until January. So they could still vote a conservative judge in during what's called the lame duck session, since the president and his goons are on their way out. Now, these, of course, are all hypotheticals that I personally do wish would come true. But still, if that were to happen, what a ruckus that would be. The NFL was back again this week, as you would expect, and you might have noticed something different about the sidelines compared to the first week. See, there were some coaches either wearing chin strap masks, you know, where you lower the face mask to under your chin and never bother to bring it back up. Real helpful. There were other coaches didn't even bother to put one on. Denver's Vic Vanjo, Seattle's Pete Carroll, and San Francisco's Kyle Shanahan. No masks. Well, You know what they do have now? Bills. Yeah. See, the NFL fined them each $100,000 and then fined each of their teams $250,000. So in total, over a million dollars in sanctions. And this just one week after the league sent a memo to all teams to reinforce the requirements. And we're still expecting more fines to come out. Neither coach in last night's Monday night football game had a mask on. Or in the case of John Gruden, he had the chin strap action. Bill Belichick of the Patriots 
him too. Coach Gruden, quote, revealed he'd had the vid and apologized for violating the rules. I'm doing my best, Gruden said. I've had the virus. I'm doing my best. I'm very sensitive about it. I'm calling plays. I just want to communicate in these situations. And if I get fined, I'll have to pay the fine. But I'm very sensitive about that. And, and I apologize, end quote. Well, not sensitive enough, obviously. Imagine a player catching the vid because a coach was just feeling uncomfortable. I know they got the money for this, but they don't get paid as well as the players. I think they're going to start following the rules. But just imagine that that were to happen. God forbid. Just makes no sense. It's not that hard. Just wear the damn mask, people. All right, Ellen came back on the air yesterday and inside the studios after all that commotion earlier this year about toxic work environments, sexist agendas, and sexual misconduct. Now, the show is happening in the studio versus her home, but there's no audience yet. Just a crowd of TV monitors with audience members watching remotely a la NBA playoffs. But Ellen wasted no time and immediately addressed the elephant in the room. Quote, as you may have heard, this summer there were allegations of a toxic work environment at our show and then there was an investigation. I learned that things happen here that never should have happened. I take that very seriously and I want to say I'm so sorry to the people who were affected. I know that I am in a position of privilege and power and I realize that with that comes responsibility and I take responsibility for what happens at my show. This is the Ellen DeGeneres show. I am Ellen DeGeneres. My name is there. My name is there. My name is on underwear. DeGeneres continued. We've had a lot of conversations over the last few weeks about the show, our workplace, and what we want for the future. We've made the necessary changes, and today we are starting a new chapter, end quote. So yeah, this is basically a rehash of the statement that she made previously, taking full responsibility, firing the producers in question, and of course, the promotion of DJ Twitch to co-executive producer. But now she's just saying them on air. Nothing really left to say about this story other than, you know, let's see if the situation actually does improve now that those three producers are gone. Guess we'll just have to wait this one out. Have you walked into a shopping mall lately? Probably not, because, you know, the vid and all, but maybe. I mean, most are back open at limited capacity, but a lot of these stores have remained closed or just won't open back up. And mall owners are starting to get a little bit nervous, especially with e-commerce getting a huge boost due to the Ronas. But they're not sitting idly by. They're reaching out to new businesses that could benefit from this large retail space. There's schools, doctor's offices, dentists, and storage facilities that are probably going to move in. Healthcare needs a lot more room and these empty spaces can help to take care of it. Quote, as mall operators, we can't just sit on our hands and wait for people to come to us. We have to go out there and sell these ideas because supply is greatly outstripping demand for space right now. End quote. There's also the idea of these mini fulfillment centers. I'm sure you've seen a photo or a video of an Amazon fulfillment center. You know, these massive warehouses with boxes zipping around everywhere which way, but sometimes whatever you ordered online, well, you know, you just can't wait those two whole days to get it. And the increased demand for one day delivery means we need more local fulfillment centers. Well, Amazon is looking to convert a lot of those former JCPenney's and Sears stores into distribution hubs. See, from there, they can both deliver hyper-local packages as well as allow for in-store pickup. Yeah, this is what Walmart is currently doing with their Walmart Plus program taking advantage of their already existing physical footprint that Amazon lacks. 
going back to the malls, there's also a high school that's moving into a former Sears in Idaho. Quote, we wanted to start to add a high school, but we couldn't afford to build one, Principal Ball said. The option to take this big box space that used to be a Sears store and renovate it excited us. Ball said the new school's location is a win-win because we're supporting the community here that needs a high school and the businesses in the mall could get more traffic because of it, she said. End quote. Maybe the mall rat days just aren't over and we're gonna live through the 80s all over again i mean we've got a global pandemic a shitty president who thinks trickle down works another drug abuse crisis and now kids taking over shopping malls what's next color block hoodies oh oh yeah they're already here And, and lastly, this story is going to sound like an ad, but trust me, I'm not getting paid by anyone. Now, we've spoken in the past about the importance of a password manager application, you know, an app that has only one password that you need to remember in order to unlock it. And then all of your secret passwords, credit cards, identity info, all of that could be stored in that app. So that way you can easily fill out forms and other websites online while still maintaining your privacy. Now, there are some good options out there, you know, Dashlane and LastPass are two of the most popular. And if you're on an iPhone or other Apple device, you can also use iCloud Keychain. Plus, these password manager apps could also suggest random character passwords so you don't have to actually try to type out and remember every password that you go to or share passwords amongst websites. But anyways, my personal favorite app has to be 1Password. That's the name, the number one and password. I've just been using that one the longest and feel that they're always on top of the latest updates. And they just added a new feature today that I'm super excited about and wanted to share. They're partnering with privacy.com. Oh, you don't you don't know about them? Well, with privacy.com, you get a virtual credit card for every single website you use. It's all tied back to just one card or bank account, but none of these companies have access to your real card number. So if they get hacked, no worries for you. Plus, the cards are only usable for that one merchant. So even if someone does have access to it, it's only going to work for, let's say, Netflix or Amazon. And now now, the 1Password app, in partnership with Privacy.com, will save these virtual card numbers for you and also prompt you to use a virtual card when registering on a new website. You can set up spending limits per card. You can make it a one-off payment only or a monthly card. I don't know. I thought this was really cool, so I, I wanted to pass it along to all of you. My beautiful people, you know, stay safe out there, not just in the real world, but the digital as well. Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. And for those of you that like to stick around for the bonus news, well, here we go. I got some today. Looks like, uh, real quick, Biden has been outraising Donald Trump with more cash and he's outspending him two to one. That should be interesting. And it seems pretty true. I'm definitely seeing way more Biden ads than Trumpito ads because, you know, I, I don't think he's going to be able to convince anyone to switch to the DT side. You're already there if you're in there. In some sad news, kind of related, we crossed 200,000 deaths in America due to the vid today. 200,000. But, you know, it's a scam, I guess. Anyways, Microsoft. They dropped $8 billion on a software developer that makes some of their biggest games like Doom and Quake. Yeah, they're called Bethesda, and it's a pretty big deal in the gaming world, especially in PC gaming. We'll see what's to come of that. People are wondering what Sony's going to do to counter this. Maybe buy Konami or something? I don't know. Uh, let's see what else. Marvel. Ooh, 
they released a trailer for their new Disney Plus series, WandaVision. And honestly, you know, it looks pretty interesting. I'm, I'm pretty psyched up for this. Might even set up Scarlet Witch as like a, another villain in the next Doctor Strange movie. I don't know. We'll, ha we'll have to see what happens there. But it definitely is much better than the teaser we got before. And what else? Uh, Tesla is having what they're calling their battery day today. Yeah, Elon Musk is going to first speak to investors about the end of their quarter, and then he's going to have a battery day keynote type thing where he's supposed to give us insight on new advances in battery technology, which honestly could be huge. I, I, I'm mostly excited about new advances in battery technology over the next three years. That's really what's going to change everything, what's going to be able to miniaturize things, what's going to give more life to certain things alongside with 5G. I mean, battery technology is probably one of the biggest things that uh, we need to make a huge advance on. But, you know, I'm just a big tech nerd, so don't mind me. Anyways, that's what I have for you guys today. Remember, if you like what I do, how I spit the news and my take on it, and you love a little bit of my swag, and you feel like you know somebody that could enjoy this as well, send them on over top5f5.com. We got tons of ways for them to listen. And you know, while I got you guys here, feel free to follow me on all the social things, you know? Top 5 at 5 is available. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyways. Oh, one last thing I want to mention. From now until November 3rd, the first link in my show notes is going to be for vote.gov. If you haven't registered to vote, just tap the link. It's going to walk you through the whole process. However you want to vote this year, just make sure you register and take part in all the political action. Can't just keep talking smack. Gotta act on it. Just want to say I appreciate you all. And as always, remember, stay focused, stay proud, and stay dedicated in all you do. Dodge the rest and catch up with me because I got you with the news.